I'm Mike Breen, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm talking with Edward Witten, who's the Institute for Advanced Study, and he's going to talk to us about the relationship between mathematics and physics. So one thing that everyone knows, perhaps, is that mathematics and physics got started together in a modern sense. So Newton developed calculus because he needed it in order to understand the motion of the planets. And in the 17th and 18th centuries, mathematicians and physicists were the same people. Specialization began to develop in the 19th century. Even in the 19th century, though, the range of mathematics that was important in physics expanded a lot because physicists were studying wave equations. And mathematicians discovered that actually it was challenging to put the theory of wave equations on a rigorous basis. So that led to a lot of 19th century mathematics. Then, at the dawn of the 20th century, Einstein invented his theory of gravity, general relativity, which was Einstein's greatest creation. And he introduced in physics mathematics that was way beyond what physicists had considered before, differential geometry, which was the theory started by Riemann and others, of curved spaces. So in Einstein's conception, the reason that the planets appear to follow curved orbits around the sun is really that space-time itself is curved. The planets, according to Einstein, are actually following the closest that there is to a straight line in a curved space-time. Now, Einstein's theory of gravity described the universe at large, planet stars, planets, galaxies, and the whole universe. And so, for example, it's important in the theory of the Big Bang. But physics took quite a different direction when it came to understanding small things. So the theory of atoms and subatomic particles is what we call quantum mechanics. And quantum mechanics, in, developed in the 1920s, stimulated the emergence of a field of mathematics called functional analysis. But the real refinement, the real subtlety, comes when physicists try to make quantum mechanics relativistic, leading to what we call quantum field theory. So quantum field theory has been the core of our understanding of the fundamental laws of nature since about 1930. It's very challenging mathematically. It's had a lot of interesting mathematical spin-offs. A lot of mathematicians have studied it. Many of those theorems have been proved. But an awful lot of what physicists do is really not properly understood mathematically. That's actually the reason that physicists in our times have been able to make a number of predictions that surprise mathematicians about mathematical theories. Quantum field theory is very powerful mathematically. It's also not well understood mathematically. So physicists familiar with the quantum field theory framework can often make interesting predictions or get interesting insights about what naively are completely different areas of mathematics that at first sight seem to have nothing much to do with physics. There are examples all over the place from the theory of four-dimensional manifolds to knot theory and many topics in algebraic geometry and so on. So quantum field theory, though, is the launching pad for what physicists in my line of work would really like to accomplish, which is to unify quantum theory with general relativity with gravity. So quantum field theory incorporates Einstein's special relativity, where you worry about what happens when velocities are large, but you don't worry about what happens when masses are big and space-time becomes curved. If you want to unify quantum theory with curved space-time, the only really significant idea we have about that is string theory, which has been my main interest for a couple of decades. It's extremely rich and interesting mathematically, so physicists working in string theory have been able to get a lot of interesting mathematical insights. They've also had to make use of mathematical theories that previously were not familiar to physicists.
All right, that's Edward Witten from the Institute for Advanced Study, and he was talking to us about mathematics and physics. Thanks very much, Ed. Sure thing. Okay, bye.